Hey everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft, and what you're about to hear is episode 39 of Family from the Heart. It was recorded during a 24-hour non-stop, back-to-back, ongoing <laughs> podcast marathon on December 31st, 2008. Now, during this recording, you have a very sleep-deprived Cliff Ravenscraft uh, joined with us uh, in the studio, my, ba- basically joining myself and Stephanie in the studio, is is Daryl Darnell from Mardell.com. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to kind of preface this episode to say maybe it's not your typical family from the heart, and it's probably because I wasn't completely mentally there. But that's okay. Uh, this is actually coming, what? Nothing. Uh, you, you, you weren't supposed to be in the intro to this podcast. Now Why what? not? You can't take it off for yourself all, right. all the time. So anyway. I was basically not completely all mentally there, but I covered for you. You did cover for me very so well. So I don't think I don't think that it needs any intro other than the one that we gave it when we recorded it. Well, I do want to just mention that it is running a week behind. Uh, so this this episode should have been released last week, mm-hmm. and I was in the hospital. Which, if you're interested in learning all about that, it, it's a it's a, something you want to be looking out for for episode number forty. Because episode number 40 is coming out right after episode 39. They're going to just be released one day apart so that we can get back on schedule. And uh, so if this if this episode doesn't float your boat, because I have not previewed it to even see what it sounds like after the fact, um, I encourage you to at least, at the very least, stick around for episode number 40, where we're going to talk about when crisis comes knocking. And it'll, with that, here's the episode. Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 39. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Today is a very special day. It is. We are doing something absolutely crazy. Recording 24 hours of podcasting nonstop, back to back, celebrating something. And Stephanie's going to tell us a little bit about that. Stephanie, why don't you tell them why we're doing what we're doing? All right. We are... Didn't I do this last time I was here? (laughs) Yeah, you did. Okay. So we are recording 24-hour marathon to celebrate... First, our three years in podcasting, we started December 16th, 2005 with the Weekly Lost Podcast, and we are number two celebrating one year in podcasting and new media full-time. Gotcha. And uh, we basically have just fixed it to where our co-host for this episode can now hear you. Very Uh, cool. Daryl, can you hear Stephanie now? Yes, I can. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, so basically, we, we have a special uh, co-host, I guess, if you will, a guest host uh, for this episode of Family from the Heart, somebody very important and very uh, near and dear to our hearts here, uh, especially for this podcast and just overall for what we're doing all together. His name is Daryl Darnell. Daryl, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. It's it, you know this is the first time that I've actually spoken with Stephanie. You know we've chatted in the chat room, and I feel like I know her, but this is the first time I think we've actually chatted voice to voice. Is that right? I I do believe so. It is. Yeah. So sure. thanks for having me. It's great. Well, we're glad you're here. And uh, basically, um, we we did cover this. We have another podcast called The Community Voice, 
And uh, it's episode number one, I believe, of the Community Ooh. Voice, where we actually had a conversation that I think we'll probably touch a little bit on here today uh, with Daryl. Uh, but anyway, Daryl is uh, basically calling from work. Uh, Daryl, do you want to tell us where you're calling from? I, I will. And I, let me throw out a disclaimer also. Um, where our studio is set up here, we've kind of got a makeshift studio set up here at the office, and it's adjacent to our warehouse. So it, it, you may, I don't know how much of that you'll pick up, but you might hear forklifts beeping by. You might hear cool. pages to, for people to go to lunch or need to report to some area of our warehouse. So I apologize if, if you guys hear that from time to time. Well, then but, maybe uh, we need a disclaimer, as well, a disclaimer as well, because we're recording with three unsupervised children upstairs who may be interrupting <laughs> from time to time. Oh, well, this ought to be a lot of fun, then. That's right. Uh, we do have new batteries on the smoke detector, though, right? Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. They're under strict orders to stay out of the kitchen. Gotcha. Very cool. Very so anyway, um, Happy New Year to you, Daryl. Thank you. Same to you. And, uh, you know, a lot of people this time of year uh, are obviously talking about New Year's resolutions. And obviously, uh, there's a lot of negative connotation to to these things called resolutions where people just arbitrarily throw out, oh, I'm going to lose 55 pounds. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to start doing this and I'm going to do that. And, and and people obviously uh, carrying that out either for a full you know eight hours or maybe into you know two or three months. Very few people, a very small percentage of people, actually carry those things out. And uh, I basically felt like because you know this is family from the heart, talking about things that are relating to the family. I really felt it would be important to talk about not the importance of of resolutions. Uh, New Year's resolutions, but uh, this this idea, this concept of of really thinking and, and evaluating what how how's the last twelve months of our family? How has that lived up to our expectations of what we would desire to be as a family? Okay, and then basically think of you know what is it in this next twelve months, next five years, whatever. Uh, to, to what is it that we want to accomplish? And so it, the whole the whole spin on this is that I think it would be very cool to not just do this on the individual basis, which which is the basis of these New Year's resolutions. But uh, but more importantly, I think it's important for families to come together. And uh, Stephanie, you, you're cracking me up. What? How you you can't be zoning out in the middle of a family from the heart podcast and typing it in the chat room? <laughs> Why not? So for those of who are listening it's, on the podcast, it's open authentic. I can't even say the word now. <laughs> Whatever. I'm being authentic. Exactly. Yeah. Steph- Stephanie has uh, had a full night to sl- full night of sleep. I wouldn't call it a full night. She comes in here, and I'm sitting here talking to her, explaining to her for the very first I time. You were talking to Daryl. No, I'm talking to. Well, he's a guest host, so yeah, I'm talking to Daryl. But I'm talking to you. Okay, I got and it. Stephanie I'm- types in the chat room. I totally zoned out. I have no idea what Cliff said. I got it. I got the gist of what you said. I know you yeah. do. Okay. So, so seriously, uh, basically, the whole concept, the idea of getting together, we've talked about family meetings in the past. We have. But what about this idea of getting together, the family, and say, let's, let's talk about what are some of the principles and values we have our, as our family. Uh, and, and so I'd like to talk to you about, you know, what are some things that we could do as a family 
to, to what kind of conversations could we have with our kids? You know, as maybe not today, but uh, tomorrow on the first, <laughs> sitting down the first of the year and saying, guys, let's talk about our family and let's look back. And, and what are some things that are important to us? What do you think about that? Well, um, here's what I think about that. On a normal day, I would say, that sounds great. Let's go for it. Today, I am, today I'm stuck in the mindset that if my children are the result of my parenting, I'm a horrible mom. <laughs> um, I was just, I was, and it, it, they're not being bad. They're actually being really good. But, um, just the lack of self-control, the the lack of the ability to focus. And granted, you know, the main problem is three. But <laughs> I just really needed to talk to her. And she's just so out of, well, she's full of life and she's full of energy. And I'm like, I need you to harness that energy and listen to mommy right now. And it just wasn't happening. And so on a normal day, I would say, you know, absolutely. We should we should do that today. I'm like, you'd probably have to tie her up and gag her first. <laughs> but, um, but the other two, I think that that would be a really um, amazing conversation, and especially to get their input and to get their not only to hear their response to what we're sharing with them, but absolutely to get their input on what they think, how they think. Um, what values we we hold and what values we should or shouldn't anyway yeah did any of that just make sense i think so like for example one of the things that i'm thinking of is you know first of all from for me i would love to sit down and talk to the kids and say you know how do you feel about over the last year you know since Mm -hmm. daddy's been working from home how do you how do you feel about the amount of time that dad's been spending with you you okay. know, and and how important is that to you? Because uh, I would like to 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 gauge whether or not they feel it's as important as I do for me to be more available during bedtime and bedtime stories or prayer mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. Um, and and ask them basically sit down. I think the 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 format could be something of the nature of saying, okay, what is it? Let, let, let's let's talk about dad being here during bedtime. Uh, or or being more available uh, for family time and and fun and stuff like that. How important is that? Right. You know, does that make you guys feel good? Does it make us feel more like a family? Does it make this a place that that just seems like wow, I'm really glad I'm here, kind of thing? And how do you think we? You know, how do you feel that that went in 2008? You know, how, do you feel like you've been gypped at all, or or something of that nature? And then basically how much time, you know, going forward into this next year, how would you like to, you know, how much time would you like to see? What specific things would you like to see Okay. as far as dad hanging out, you know? Absolutely. I think that that would be a great conversation to have. Right. And it then, really would. And, and the other areas that I see it working in is, you know, let, let's talk about our attitudes as a family. You know, uh, let's talk about, you know, how do how does how do we all feel as a family about raising our voice? You know, how to mm-hmm. whether it be children, you guys raising your voice to us. Uh, you know, obviously, we don't feel that that's acceptable. Right. But at the same time, is it do we feel it's acceptable for us to raise our voice to them? You know, and, and right. stuff like that. And how does right. that make it's you guys not. feel? I just tell you, that's how I feel. Right. It's not. And so, and then of course saying, okay, in 2008, how well did we do 
at this principle of not raising our voice. I actually did really well. Did you? I did. Cool. Yeah. I mean, there are a few times that... There were more than a few times, but overall in the year, that was one of my... I don't make resolutions, but that was one of my goals um, this past year was to really, really contain the amount of yelling and screaming that I did. I came, I come from a long line of screamers and I never knew there was a different way to parent. And so even now, nine years in to having children, I'm just finding out that I really can. They hear me better. They hear me more clearly mm-hmm. when I talk to them in a normal tone right. than when I'm screaming. You know, last night uh, or yesterday afternoon, or was that today? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, we went to Wendy's. That was yesterday. Okay. Um, <laughs> I changed shirts. Did you see I that? Know. Well, you woke me up when you did it. You came in. You said, I'm changing shirts. It's the next day. I said, no, actually, it's the same day that you started. It's just, it's just that, that you shirt. You should have changed your shirt last night before you started. You think so? Yeah. Anyway, um, that was random out of nowhere. I know. <laughs> it's a good thing we told people that we were uh, recording this yes. as a 24-hour podcast marathon, and, and that's a reminder just in case you forgot. All right. So if and, Cliff like, dozes I'm, off, we'll throw I'm, something at him. I'm currently 11 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, no, 11, 11 hours. What she just said. And 57 minutes. Of nonstop podcasting right. back to back. So, uh, yeah, anyway. New shirt. Got it go <laughs> you were talking what was i saying do you have any idea no yes we um wendy's wendy's we went to wendy's, yeah, we went to wendy's. do you know why i brought up wendy's oh that was we were talking about <laughs> no. raising your voice uh, oh, so you want to tell the story about dealing with mckenna yeah she was being disobedient exactly and, and did you notice what happened what i had stayed up late that night yes and normally that you know her disobedience of of not eating her hamburger when when I had clearly mm-hmm. said you know you well, put that drink down right now right it's, it was a matter of she wasn't being punished for not eating she was being punished for or not punished but but disciplined for um, not eating her cheeseburger she would much prefer to eat all of her French fries and drink all of her Sprite right and just leave the cheeseburger there exactly so. and so I said McKenna. Eat your, you know, take. A, I want you to take a bite of your cheeseburger, and she just, she like did that whole smacked her lips closed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, McKenna, take a take a bite right now, please. Yeah. But had we been at home, would uh-huh. you have re- reacted the same way that yeah, you did when I we think were in so. public? Yeah, because I, I I don't think I would have raised my voice, but but what I would have done is I would have immediately jumped up and went into action, okay. and and I would have you know did the little pinch on the hiney kind of thing, yeah. To, but but basically what I'm saying is that I found Which myself... Which to McKenna is like the death grip. Yes. She despises it greatly. Right. So, But what I, what I did yesterday is I, I was like, you know what? Me getting out of control and getting angry is not the example of how I want my kids to behave when they're well, not it, getting their way. And it also doesn't show them self-control. That's, ex- and, that's exactly it. Which is a big problem we're having with two of our kids right now. Yeah. It, so basically I need... To control myself and, and, and I need to not, I mean, obviously when they're disobedient, I'm upset, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm not, a, I, I'm not upset because they're disobedient. I'm upset because I'm not getting my way. Right. And that's not, that's not. The, can, can, no, I won't. Okay. Okay. I was going to share a story about you and Matt playing 
video. Let's let's not talk about that. Let's try to keep Cliff in in a slightly positive light. Uh, Not that we're not transparent. Okay, go ahead and tell him the story. Okay, (laughs) because now we need to be we need to be transparent. So I'm not perfect, folks. He's not, and neither am I, and we've never claimed to be. So, um, Matthew got a Wii for his birthday back in September, and he loves to play it. Loves to play it all the time. And he's always asking Daddy when he is around, Daddy, will you play Wii with me? Daddy, will you do this? Well, Daddy says yes. And he sits down, and Daddy wants to play what Daddy wants to play. And Matt wants to play what Matt wants to play. (laughs) And they both commit the situation like seven-year-old boys. The only problem is only one of them is a seven-year-old boy. And it usually ends in two grumpy people in my house. And it's just (laughs) not well. And so then... You know, we playing is gone. Um, a missed opportunity to hang with Matt is gone. Yep. All because sometimes you put a video game in front of my husband and he, again, turns into a seven-year-old boy. I, I totally <laughs> screwed up the other day. I'm like, okay, Matt, do you want to know why I never want to sit down and play Wii with you? <laughs> exactly. Because you never want to play a game that makes any sense. I'm like, <laughs> what was that? Did I just say that? You did. Oh my gosh. It was it was funny it was, in hindsight. Yeah, funny in hindsight, but I totally screwed up that opportunity. So these are the kind of things that, you know, and and we have this conversation now. When we get together with our family, I'd like to recall that event. Okay. You know, and say this is an example of what I don't this is this is an example of something that happened in 2008 that I'm not proud of. Right. And I would like to make sure that you guys understand that you know what? I understand there are going to be times. Number one, there are going to be times when we're going to do things and dad is going to choose what we do together. But I want you to understand that the, I under, the, 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 there are things that I understand are what you enjoy doing. And I want to also be very much involved in what you do. Okay. I just, I'm giggling because... Um Troy in the in the chat room says this one can be titled Stephanie from the Heart with Cliff's random interjections. Oh yeah? Because I was talking and then you did the whole Wendy's thing and you're like, why'd I say that? What <laughs> it was just very random. Was it random? Something else was very random too. Oh wow. I and had no you idea. don't even remember you don't even remember now and you're even like, Why'd I say that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Daryl, welcome to That'd the show. Funny. Okay. <laughs> the shirt, nice. the shirt story. <laughs> yes, the T-shirt. That's the one. Yeah. All right, Daryl, you're being very patient listening to us. Do you have? Well, do you have any thoughts on this? On the on the shirt? Anything? <laughs> well, I'm glad you you practiced good hygiene and changed your shirt. We're all proud of you for that. Ah. <sighs> So, no, so I, Mike, what about these? Uh, what about sitting down as a family? Do you guys do anything like that? D- sit down and have these family meetings? Any anything close to that? Not like you guys do. My kids are just turned six and just turned four, uh, which you know they're probably getting to an age now where where we can have you know better conversations with them. Um, but even my wife and I, I mean, we talk about things, but the, the structure of the family meeting like you and Stephanie have done, you've even done some podcasts where you did that. We don't do anything that resembles that. I mean, we'll we'll sit down and talk about things that we want to accomplish or, or areas that, um, you know, we need to improve in. And then, 
you know, Stephanie mentioned a few minutes ago that she doesn't really like the word resolution, and I don't either. To me, a resolution is something that is maybe not originally intended to be, but it has turned into something that's kind of flippant. People, you know, this time of year, you know, it's usually 11.59, and they're like, oh, I should make a resolution, you know, that I'm going to stick to, and, and as Cliff said, eight hours later, they've already broken that. Um, for those reasons, I don't really care for resolutions either, but I'm a very goal-oriented person. With my career, I have to be very goal-oriented. And when I sit down to think about goals from a, from a career perspective um, and my responsibilities here at Mardell, um, those same principles can apply to my family, which, which I'm, I think you guys would agree uh, are, are very important. When you think about a goal, it, it's something that you want to accomplish, and you, you kind of establish a means by which you're going to accomplish that goal. And those are some, some things that I think with the way that resolutions typically are carried forth, really distinguish between a resolution and, and a goal. And when you're talking about wanting to make a change in your family that you can look back at the end of 2009 and say, yes, this is something that we did. Here are some things that we did right. Here are some things we want to get better. You know, those are accomplished by means of establishing a goal and setting forth a plan that we're going to do that. Here's, here's the change in our behavior. Here's the change in our schedule. Here's the change you know, that we're going to need to, to have in order to accomplish our goal. So um, we're very goal-oriented, but we don't necessarily sit down like you guys do and have regular family meetings, even between my wife and I. Yeah, well, you know what? We never had them prior. I mean, well, yeah, that's not true. We had family meetings mm-hmm. before I started podcasting full-time. Yeah, we did. Well, they, well because in our, our, the way our family is set up, is we work nonstop. So we have to intentionally schedule that time to to have a conversation to make sure we're sharing our calendars to make sure we're you know still working towards the common goal, you know. Right. Um that's how that's how it's set up because when we first started having family meetings, you were still working insurance 10 hours a day and we were podcasting like 6 hours a day, you know, or you were Right. Back when you still edited things. Yeah, back when I edited. <laughs> you know, so it became essential that we carved out time specifically for sitting down, sharing calendars, making sure we were, you know, knew what was going on with the other, you know, you run one side of our family and I run the other side and we need, you know. Exactly. The two departments need to come together and have a meeting. Right, right. Now, um... I know this is going to sound random, and and this is just going to be. I think what the, what was the title? The one that we were going to title this one. Troy said uh, the one where Cliff is sleep deprived. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I I think I asked Daryl earlier in this program, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I asked if you would tell us where you were uh, recording from, and you basically just said that you were in a in a in a warehouse, and we might hear noises, and then we went on and talked about McKenna, right? And you might hear noises, but. Uh, I don't think we ever actually got to the place where you're actually calling from. What what workplace is for you? Yeah, I think you're right. We we forgot that part. So let's let's, um, let's jump right back to that story, and then we'll <laughs> we'll talk more about my attire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I work for Mardell, and and uh, some folks in the chat room are Jerick is asking what is Mardell. Uh, Mardell is a, is a chain. Uh, we have uh, 30 stores. We're about to open our 30th one in January. Of Christian and educational supply stores were located in, uh, based out of Oklahoma City. Uh, we have stores in Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Colorado, 
Missouri and Kansas. And, um, you know, our, our vision is, is to be a resource center to equip people um, to be uh, what God has called them to be. And, and so we have books and Bibles and, and Christian music and stuff for kids and, and gifts with inspirational messages to hang on your walls and place in your home to remind you of, of the power of God's Word. And, and we're also an education supply store. We have resources for all um, home educators, um, but also public school teachers. We have a full line of, of uh, classroom decorations and resources um, that public school teachers um, can use to help them and equip them um, in their classrooms. And so that's that's in a nutshell um, what Mardell is. And, and as you mentioned earlier, this is, this is where I'm at right now. I, I head up the e-commerce department here for Mardell, and uh, we started selling online back in March of 2008. And uh, we, when we did that, we were looking for um, a place to help get the word out because, you know, as is evidence here in the chat room, if, if you're not in a Mardell state or even a Mardell city, you don't know what a Mardell is, and so we wanted to help, you know, inform people of, of who Mardell is and, and what we offer and how we can help um, equip their needs. And so uh, we were looking for someone to help us do that. And, and I was already a fan of, of Stephanie and Cliff and the GSPN uh, TV community, and and loved what you guys were doing with Family from the Heart. So we decided to partner with you guys and Mardell sponsors uh, this podcast, the Family from the Heart podcast. And so that's how kind of all this came together exactly and and a and a blessing it has been for us and and obviously uh from the feedback that we get here at uh gspn.tv uh it, it's definitely been a blessing to so many other people as well and uh, megan's looking to make her first mardell purchase yeah what's she oh. getting she wants to get um alive and transported which is a cd dvd combo um of a concert by toby mack Nice. And, uh, we've already checked, and Mardell has it, and now we she's do. just saving the money. My wife plays the dog out of that CD. She, when when my wife and kids are in the car, it's all Toby Mac twenty four seven. Yes, my and kids, they love that CD. They have fallen in love with that. They um, we caught. I I guess it's sixty minutes. They carved out sixty minutes of the original seventy five. Well, I, it's not 60, it's like 43 because of commercials. But anyway, they aired it on the Gospel Music Channel. And so they've seen bits and pieces of the concert. And now they want to see the whole thing and and have the CD to go with it as well. So. And how much is that at Mardell.com? Oh, you would ask. I'm pulling it up here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was right around $20. Wow. I think. Tell Megan she can save 10% so, if she uses know, promo code why, GSPN in the uh, in the uh, she's saving her she's shopping cart. I have a That's question right. for you. Eighteen ninety nine, by the way. What is it? Eighteen ninety nine. Eighteen ninety nine. It's a DVD and a CD. Yes. Sweet. So, uh, you know, Daryl, you, you head up the e commerce department. Um, the the one thing I was. Uh, doing for the longest time i was i was actually telling people it's like matter of fact i think i used to have a scroll that went across the screen it's like make sure you use a promo code gspn at the checkout right but that's not true but it's not true it's actually in the shopping cart that's right how is it is it hard to actually put something like that in the actual checkout um it's it's 
not necessarily hard. Um, it's definitely on our list of features to to look at adding in the future. It requires some some programming changes, and we don't we don't program it in house. We do a lot of our programming in house. We have gotcha. some programmers on staff, but not the website, and so that requires a, a change order to go to our provider and. Some, right. Some, it's not a, just a, an easy thing to do in that regard. Well, di- just if anybody's listening um, right now uh, and you're thinking about going to Mardell.com, which, of course, we encourage you to do because if you do, that means at the end of this second round of six months <laughs> uh, sponsorship, that yeah. they'll probably renew with us again, which is totally awesome. Uh, and and uh, basically what you do is is you just load up your shopping cart. I mean, and, you, and what's really cool about it is you could add – just unlimited amounts of stuff in there, and, and your cart just is, uh, keeps taking it. So load it up to- tall and high and everything like that, and then use promo code GSPN, get 10% off your entire order. And uh, it's a way of uh, doing number two, two things. Number one, uh, you're, you're uh, getting a discount on the products that you would buy anyway. And number two, you're saying to Mardell, hey, thank you for supporting and sponsoring uh, the Family from the Heart podcast. It means a lot to us uh, as individuals out here. And so we have a, we have a good deal, uh, a good percentage of our audience who is actually purchasing actively from Mardell.com, mm-hmm. which I think is awesome. Yeah, we're getting orders all the time, uh, almost every day from folks within the GSP community and uh, I don't want to sound like a commercial, but I, I do want to mention, you know, I know you have some home educators and some, some teachers that are a part of your community. And this Saturday, uh, January the 3rd, we're having a 20% off sale on all of our um, education, school supplies, and kids' products. Um, so you can just go to the website. You don't need a promotion code for that. You can just go to the website, and if, if it falls within one of those categories, it's going to be 20% off all day on Saturday. And that's also in stores. Um, so that's a great opportunity for folks who are wanting to make, uh, you know, I mentioned the kids department. If you're wanting to start some, some kids uh, devotion time with your family or something like that, all of our kids stuff's going to be on sale. Even if you're not an educator, you're going to find some stuff that will probably equip your family. So I wanted to throw that out there. Absolutely. And, and, and you know what? Um, the, the cool thing is, is that in our sponsorship agreement, there is no requirement for us to do very much more than to just say, hey, thanks to Mardell.com for sponsoring this show uh, and use promo code GSPN at checkout. And it, it's our honor to have you come on, uh, Daryl, and, and represent Mardell and, and put basically a, a, a name and a, and a face behind the company that, that does support us. And, and uh, if, if anything else, and I, I, don't, I, I think we've mentioned it on a, you know, at least one or two occasions in the past, What's cool about Mardell.com is not only are they sponsoring us as a company that that uh, you know obviously looks to get some promotion and and the word out about their company, but uh, uh, Daryl is the one who helped orchestrate this whole sponsorship, and he happens to be a plus member. You know that's the awesome thing about right. this. I mean, th- this is a guy who is not just uh, looking to benefit uh, his business, but he also uh, personally helps to support. Uh, gspn.tv as well and and just it's totally awesome absolutely so uh anyway let's see here how how are we doing on time we're, we're it's twelve fifteen. you know 30 minutes going by already mm-hmm. so um what else do we have do we did you want to bring up anything else for family from the heart you have any stories any anecdotes well i got two hours of the full-time mom today so i'm trying to so you can't share any of your stories well, with us? No, that's not true. Oh, okay. That's not true. I already shared the story about, you know, needing <clears throat> the the need to tie McKenna up. Oh, yeah? <laughs> um, 
she's just full of life. Really, she is. I wish I had her energy sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. Um, what other stories could we... I don't know. I don't know. We have, have had a very successful um, Christmas break. It hasn't been you know, the winter break. The kids are out of school. I actually have a couple took some, days left. I actually took a couple... Like, I mean... I took some time off work. Yeah, you took some huge chunks off work, which has been nice. It was it was it was very cool to to actually sit back and enjoy the family and to to just put everything out of my mind for a little brief period of time. Yeah. It was very cool. So that was cool. Um, we went to see bedtime stories on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. That was an adorable movie. Okay, it really was. Um, it's a tradition of ours yes. on Christmas Day to go out and see a movie together as a family. That is. And uh, this year we had picked our movie. Well, I guess we picked it with Megan back in October when I get scared every time you blink your eyes. I'm like, great, he's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, for her birthday, uh, we took Megan on opening night to see High School Musical 3. And they showed the preview for Bedtime Stories on there. And that's when I think we decided... That that's what movie we wanted to see. And uh, it was really adorable. It was funny. It was it entertained all three of our children and Cliff and I. Um, it, it's a great family movie. Yeah, it was it was definitely pretty good. Uh, and, and, and I thought it was uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, was there a moral story to that to that movie? Can you think I, I'm having a hard time thinking of it now? Well, if 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 anything, see, now the premise of the movie is um What's his name? Adam Sandler. That whole don't plays get the, into the kitchen thing is being violated. I'll be is, right back. I can hear it. Talk about okay. Talk so, amongst yourselves. <laughs> so, um, Adam Sandler is the main character. He is the uncle and ends up watching his niece and nephew for a week. Now he doesn't really know these kids. They don't really have a relationship, so they're really just kind of winging it. But one thing he remembers from his childhood is his dad always told him bedtime stories. And so he begins to tell his niece and nephew bedtime stories at, um, at obviously, bedtime. And the next day, they, they begin to happen. They begin to come true. And so if there's anything in, a, in the moral of the story is that when he figures out how it's working and, and what is going on, he tries to manipulate it to benefit himself. Only to find that that's not how it that's not how it's meant to work. You still have the consequences of other people's actions and and reactions, and so, um, yeah, it doesn't work out the way that he he plans. But like all kids' movies should, it has a happy ending. There we go, and and, and basically it was it was just really neat to to just spend that time together as family to go out and. and Did you hear what I said? The moral was no. That he tried to manipulate the bedtime. Once he figured out what was going on, he tried to manipulate it to benefit him. Oh, okay. And so that, and I just was saying that that doesn't always work because, well, really it never works because you still have other people's actions and reactions and consequences to deal with. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Yep. Very cool. So it was a, it was an intriguing movie and, and a good family movie at it that, was. I think. So absolutely. We had a good time. Yes, we had did. had a really good time. Um, what else? I don't know. I don't know. I, wa- I, know, what I, wanna, I know one thing I want to talk about. Um, I recently checked out the forum 
gspn.tv oh, slash oh, yeah, forum, which yeah. I haven't been on in a quite a long time. What are I you mean, talking about? Really, where you been? I've had three kids here all day. Oh, okay. I've often said I'm the I am the mom of three kids, but it's very rare that I have them all three all day. Sure. And so for the last, you know, going on two weeks, I have. And I they keep me busy. Right. So what was I saying? Oh, checked out the forum. Yes. And was reading what people have been posting under the under the um the thread for episode 38. Uh-huh. Okay? Yes. And I have to say, I really, really like, Daryl, what you and your wife do um, on Christmas Eve. They were sharing the... He shared in there that they... Well, why don't we have Daryl tell us? Okay. Daryl, why don't you tell us? <laughs> okay. Now, I can't take credit for the idea. We got it from some folks that we went to church with when we lived in Texas. Um, but it was it was something that they were sharing that this is even before we had kids that, that they were sharing um, that they were really struggling with teaching their their kids the true meaning of Christmas and one of the things that they did and was extremely effective and so we we copied it from them um, was he built a a manger just a little wooden manger you know not not historically accurate but you know. Uh, that's what we all visualize a manger to be. And so this little wooden little thing, and he stuck it under the tree. And, you know, the kids would, would wake up every morning not, not really having a, a concept of, of how days go by and when Christmas is coming and would look in the manger every morning to see if baby Jesus was there yet. And and then eventually, on, as the kids went to bed on Christmas Eve, and this, this is the way we did it, when the kids went to bed on, on Christmas Eve, then um, we put baby Jesus, we got a little lifelike looking uh, baby doll, and uh, put it in the manger so that because the kids are always up on Christmas morning before you are, and so as they they get out of uh, bed and and go to see the tree, then then baby Jesus is is there in the manger, and you know kind of puts the emphasis from the get go that uh, Christmas morning, um, yeah, we're going to open presents, we're going to do that, you're going to get some things, and you're going to play, and you're going to have a good time. Uh, but first and foremost, it's, it's a celebration of the birth of Christ for us, and it's, it's a very important thing. And so it helped put the emphasis where we believe it should be, and that is on the birth of Christ and, and not um, Santa Claus. Or, or really what I think is a bigger issue is, is the whole greed thing and, and the whole I want and, and I want to get and I want to open my stuff now. And, and I, you know, it's me, 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 me is selfishness and greed and and I just really hate that about Christmas. And so that was just something that we did that we stole some fr- from some friends of ours to help, you know, reinforce the idea that Christmas is about the birth of Christ, not about Santa Claus or what I'm going to open and, and stuff like that. It's amazing. I really like it. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Really cool. There was some other great stuff in there. Oh, there um, were tons of great stuff. Lo- lots of great conversation. Uh, of course, we encourage everybody to go to gspn.tv. Uh, and uh, slash forum, and there's there's some great posts in here, and I'd like to read um, a, a different opinion than the one that we had given. Uh, this is from Amy in our forum, and this is what she says. Hi, I have a different opinion on this one. I hope that's okay, and I'll first just say right now and interject that, yes, it's absolutely okay to have a different opinion than Cliff and Stephanie. It's always welcome. Uh, Santa is a big tradition in my family, and I carry it on with Susan, uh, my three-and-a-half-year-old, uh, the interest, interesting thing is that um, that belief in Santa for me is transitioned into a larger capacity to have faith. 
to believe in the unseen, the unsolidified, and... Uh, And solidified. Can I read? Yes, please. And solidified my faith in God at around eight years old. Let me explain. You see, my parents always did the whole Santa thing. We put out reindeer food and cookies and milk and were taught Santa Claus is coming to town early on. When my brother and I came down the stairs, everything was lit up and moving. It looked like a magical toy land. More importantly, we were taught the story of the nativity from an early age, visited church, and celebrated the birth of Christ. Come on. My parents were also incredible sticklers for telling, for truth-telling in our home. Give me just a second. Okay. You stay here with mommy. Okay? But you have to be quiet. Okay. Truth-telling. Okay, truth-telling in our home. Um, It's a fine line, but the fun of make-believe and the importance of sparking imagination at an early age was important as well. Anyway, my birthday is in September. In August, I saw my dad putting an electric battleship in the attic. I was so excited for my birthday, but no game. Then, Santa delivered it Christmas morning. The jig was up. I knew the truth. It was February before I let on, however. My mom was sad that her oldest baby was growing up, but explained the truth. She said this was an important rite of passage and that I was now one of the tradition keepers. I know this did not work for you, Stephanie, but I really loved the grown-up responsibility. But what happened with my dad was more important. He took me outside and placed his large, warm hand on my shoulder. He had tears in his eyes and his voice was choked up. I will never forget this moment because my father does not get emotional. He, okay. Lost my place. (laughs) Okay, he does not open up like this. I have seen him cry two times, and this was one. He told me that we believe because we are human. We believe because having faith sustains us. We believe in things we cannot see or prove because without that, there is no meaning. Santa Claus is make-believe, an illusion. Your mother and I gave you that illusion to teach you to believe in more important unknowns that you cannot that you cannot ever prove but must have faith in. It may take a long time for you to understand that gift, but I hope that you can. And then he pointed up into the sky and said, I still believe in Santa Claus, do you? And in that moment, I did, still do. But more importantly, I understood for the first time that faith in the truth requires an open heart and steadfast determination. I believed in God and Jesus and everything the Bible told me because I was prepared to do so. Finding out that my parents deceived me did not make me believe that all things were untrue, but rather that there are things that I would always choose to believe despite others' deceptions or statements to the contrary. All of that being said, I fully respect your perspective respect your perspective and value your friendship just thought i would share a different perspective best amy i love this and i have to say to amy that if if it was approached in this way in my home i probably would have carried that on and had i read something about this before i had children like this i probably would have carried it on but it um my parents were not believers um, growing up, and so there was never the tie-in, and it, it, that your parents are remarkable people. Absolutely, and and I have a great admiration for how they taught you to believe. Yeah, 
Yep. Um, I, I I don't know that I would be as easily talked into carrying it out this way, but I certainly respect that way. And 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 you know the thing is, I I respect, I fully respect parents who tell their kids that there's a Santa Claus, right? And and don't do the other. <laughs> I mean, you have to go back and record a disclaimer for this episode. Why? Because why? there are some people who listen with their kids present and. Sarah and I kind of talked about it on Full Time Mom and got called uh, out on it. Uh, Although we did not go back and put a disclaimer on that episode. So oh, goodness. Maybe you should on this one. Yeah, maybe. I don't even know what episode it is now. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, well, I'll tell you what. We need to wrap things up. Uh, th- this has been a different episode I have style. to feed my kids. I ha- I'll be back here in an hour. Yeah. Uh, well, with I've, Sarah. Yeah. And I need to feed the kids before then. Yeah, and I need to uh, dial up and that call into another podcast. You. Oh goodness, <laughs> <laughs> I would not be a good with cooking utensils right now. Exactly. So I, yeah. Exactly. What are you fixing for lunch? Not a clue. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. So anyway, thank you for our random podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Joining us uh, and and hearing all about my new shirt and everything like well, that. It's not new. nice thank you babe happy new year to everybody listening to this podcast um we we really hope and pray that that you guys your families will be blessed in the in 2009 and and that uh that you will set goals for your family that you'll get together and, and and maybe you won't have uh the same kind of family meetings that stephanie and i do but uh if, if, if our podcast would inspire you to do something like that and it's beneficial or, or uh, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. And, of course, you can always leave feedback in our forum, gspn.tv slash forum. And there's a section called Family from the Heart. And, of course, you could always send us feedback um, at feedback at gspn.tv. Or you can give us a voicemail feedback at area code 859-795-4067. Daryl, I just want to say thank you uh, for a couple of things. Number one, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you for being a GSPN.TV Plus member. Uh, thank you for uh, just being an active participant in the community in, in multiple other ways. And and uh, most importantly uh, for this show, thank you uh, for arranging the uh, very awesome sponsorship of Mardell.com for the Family from the Heart podcast. Well, thanks for having me. It's it's a pleasure partnering with you guys, and, and thank you for what you do. You know, telling people that you can you can live your dream, you can step out on faith, you can make an impact on other people's lives, and what you guys do here at, at GSPN TV is fantastic. And, and Stephanie, what you guys do, I don't get to talk too much, but thank you for what you guys do and allowing us to be a small part of it. it it's a, it's a privilege. Thank you. Very cool. And so, uh, everybody, uh, we encourage you to go to Mardell Use promo code GSPN shopping cart uh and uh until next time join Join the the community. community